0: I want to start by asking you a question which I'm sure you get asked a lot and it's about how you present yourself and how you look Because when I'm sitting here looking at you, you have a very um, defined style Talk to me about your look
1: It's very diffi- difficult to define uh, who you are do you, Can you do that? It's not easy, you're always questioning who you are and I think a part of uh, being uh, alive and being cre- creative is to be unsatisf- unsatisfied by who you are Um, uh, So I'm not very good at defining myself, you know, when you have to feel a form and say, what do you do? I never, I always like, I have a blank moment saying, what do I do actually, (laughs) do I am, uh, so I'm an editor, I'm also an art critic in a way, still, I was, I'm not, I was not anymore and then I'm coming back to writing. I l- start to do photography. I'm editing a magazine. I'm an art director sometimes to make money. And the way I dress is extremely simple, you know, it's like a, it's like a uniform for every day. I, I like to wear jeans and, and leather jacket and, and that's it, and boots. Fashion is uh, the enemy for a man. Mm. When you become too obsessed by, f- by fashion as a man, um, you lose uh, time and energy for nothing, you, you, unless you're a true dandy, and I'm obviously not.
0: Um. <laughs> I'm interested. You know, your parents were—they were university professors, weren't they? Do you remember when you first became interested in in fashion? Was that something that was around you when you were growing up?
1: I come from the 70s. I'm born in 63, so. I've been a young teenager in the 70s and fashion in the 70s was not a commerce it was the way people dressed and expressed themselves. This is the way I remember it. In a way I liked fashion and I ate fashion at the same time. In the 70s my interest for fashion was wasn't uh, identified like that it was connected to the way people were trying to change their life and change society or change their their own vision of what we could do uh, together, so i was I was very uh, impressed by m- the friends of my of my parents where they were coming home. I was looking at them, I was sometimes falling in love with older women you know I was a like little boy, and I was like impressed by older ladies <laughs> because they were wearing like eccentric dress, funny dress they wa- and they all <coughs> and they also love uh, uh, at the time, my, my parents were uh, nudist. You said nudist in English. Yeah. So we had a big garden, and they were like, g- end up naked in the garden. I was really beautiful. It was, it was. I think it's the source of uh, my source of interest in fashion because I could tell that fashion was a way to express a certain freedom. Mm. And when when people have a good style and a, and. A, and a different way of of uh, dressing they necessarily are different or interesting mm. something like that but it was it was as a kid i was really impressed and i loved it in the in the in the 80s i started to edit it <laughs> fashion became for me uh, it was it was the enemy the solution was uh, the art
0: When you started doing purple, I think a lot of people commented that it seemed quite anti-fashion. I think particularly because of the style of photography that you were championing And it. Is that what you wanted it to be? Did you want it to feel different? Did you want it to feel like it was almost the antithesis of what was going on in the fashion industry?
1: In the beginning of the 90s, we had to kill fashion to like it again. Because fashion turned to be extremely bad. So we had to be anti-fashion to celebrate fashion. That was a simple of that. It's
0: interesting to me that you started a magazine because you talk about style and you talk about you know, your, your love for fashion. It feels like there's a lot of different things you could have done, but you started a magazine. And I guess I want to understand where your love of magazines <laughs> came from because I read an interview you done before. You said when you were a kid it came from like stealing porn magazines and looking at them. Is that right?
1: That's right, yes
0: talk
1: to me about that the porn magazine when you were a kid when you were 10 uh, in the beginning of the 70s was a real uh, experience that was really (laughs) choice. today doesn't mean anything pornography is dead it's not that i regret it but pornography doesn't mean anything anymore you you know and sometimes when i see some there's still some porn magazine exists uh, you know there' still you can still find some porn magazine in bookshelf it's really the re- totally pathetic. you really wonder who is buying this ma- this kind of magazine today mm. but anyway the in the in the late seventies and beginning of the of the eighties you know we were uh, it's still the case now i guess uh, for for the new generation, a magazine is a direct way to express yourself it's mm. a it's uh, it's a most inexpensive way to to say something to the world uh, or to your friends, <laughs> which is the world. <laughs> it's easy to do a magazine. What you need what you need is the the energy and to believe in something. But once you believe in something, you n- and at the beginning of the 90s, it was really easy because. All uh, all our friends, all you had a, we were confronting to. A, we were part of a new generation of in in everything, in, in cinema, in writing, in music. It was an emerging generation. Like it was everywhere, uh, and it was good. So so we we were like convinced. We knew that we were right. We knew that this was the right artist. This was the right filmmaker. This was the right designer, and it wasn't in the press. It wasn't everywhere. And we knew these people because we would like m- meet them by travelling, by meeting them at night, by, by rumor, by friends. So it was super easy. Today, everything is accessible immediately. As soon as there's a new uh, 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 G.W. Anderson, everyone knows about him, and I'm, even, I'm not the first to know. <laughs> maybe the last to know now.
0: Why do you think Purple did why do you think people liked it? Why do you think it was successful?
1: I think honestly it f- it's because of the, my girlfriend at the time who, who, uh, who was very serious and who said, Olivier, you do a magazine just with me, not with your, your other friend because with my friend we were always fighting and split after a while. So you do it with me, I'm the boss and you work for me. And she was very serious. Hélène, she forced me to get organized. And she said, "You stop working with your friends. You work with me. We we hired. We work with artists. We don't we don't um, we don't work with art critic or journalists. We work with artists. We do an artist magazine because artists need to express themselves. We don't need any art critic like yourself, because she was like anti the blah blah of art critic." and journalists, Mm. she was like saying we we should, the artists should express themselves themselves. and we should collaborate with them directly. So none of your friends who are pretentious and who wants wants the power, who wants the success and forget all the journalists, all the wannabe famous uh, writer or whatever, they are impossible to work with. We work directly with artists and we work together. So she isolated me from my friends and we create this little fanzine together, Purple was a little fanzine, so it was the beginning and I believe that without Helen I, uh, I, I, w- I would never have done Purple by myself.
0: Did Purple become more about fashion than you wanted just for the sake of making money?
1: For the sake of surviving, yes, yeah. as, a, as a magazine, because it's a source of advertising. But uh, this is w- this is why uh, in two thousand four, Hélène left me. She said, Olivier, we are becoming too much a fashion magazine, and I don't like fashion anymore. She 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 said. She said to me, Olivier, we did uh, we were good in the nineties. Now we are bad. We have to stop. Me, I said, okay, let's stop. And then I realized that it's too bad to stop uh, to stop this this project and she let me continue. She said, OK, Olivier, you can continue, but uh, and I changed the name. It was called Purple before, or Purple prose yeah, they had different name, And I add fashion, so it's Purple Fashion now. I'm doing the fashion, the fashion part of uh, this common project that I had with Hélène. And actually Hélène is still, con- is still continuing to do a little magazine, Purple Chronique. And it's v- a very small project, That she, she lives now in a small village in the, c- in the countryside in France and she it's more a l- uh, um, literature magazine, mm. so sh- there's no money, she doesn't make any money, she, she cultivates her own uh, vegetables, she lives literally with no money. And she has a little daughter and she now she's refusing the whole system. She's totally anti-fashion now. It's quite different to how you live like and like the people <laughs> you're friends
0: with. <laughs> Tell me about... You see, you're fine mm. with fashion now, aren't you? Because it seems to be a huge part of your life. Fashion parties, models...
1: Mm, but f- fashion has changed a lot, you know. Uh, the year 2000, fashion became a, a sort of cultural industry where. Uh, in involving artists, involving musicians, with involving DJ, so so fashion took more takes more uh, space in our life in the life of everyone today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the in the 90s, people didn't go to fashion shows. Just uh, just people who liked fashion. It was a you had like 10 people trying to enter Margiela show. That's it, without without tickets. Mm. So, and um, now fashion shows, people wa- want to see it like I I don't know, fashion is becoming part of our life. And also it took, a, it, I'm, I'm not different. It, it takes more, more, more space in my life, for sure. Um, and I, l- I love the energy of fashion. I, I like, I like, I like, I like everything about fashion in a way, even the commerce of it. I, I'm, 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 it's a surprising world, but it's also sometimes very depressing because it's empty also.
0: Purple, it's not just about fashion, it's about sex and bodies and love. Talk to me about why you see sex and fashion as so sort of interlinked.
1: To me, fashion is more an attitude and it's the way you live. And fashion doesn't stop at what you buy in a shop. It's it's everything. It's like the way you decorate your apartment. It's the way you. It's the way you cut your hair. It's the way you travel. It's the way you speak. It's everything. It's it's an escape. Uh, and when it comes to nudity and to sex, it's the same thing. It's an escape from uh, from uh, everyday life or from what we are supposed to do. It's, um, so to me it's connected, it, this is why the most beautiful fashion pictures are naked, uh, naked pictures. It's fantastic, it's a dream, of a, it's like a sculpture, it's a pure dream of beauty, and the attitude is very important, the way every in a fashion picture, and especially in a nude picture, in a fashion context, everything, every detail, every detail is the way you place the arm, the attitude of the body, the the way the model looks. Um, And it's interesting to see how this vocabulary of nude, nudity in fashion, is dated from like generation to generation, even year after year. Somet- I can tell you. Sometimes this is a picture from seventy-three. This, a a this is a nude from ninety-two. This is a nude from two thousand five. I can tell you, you know, just by the nudity because it's a vocabulary, mm. and it's, it's very interesting to to continue to see this history, which is uh, which is the. I think this is the. This is the the strength of fashion is that. It's all about the the, um, the body language in a way. It's the way we express our time through our body, mm-hmm. and not only for our clothes, also also for our real body. For the you know, uh, every detail is important. Shave, not shave. Every detail. Mm-hmm. Makeup, no makeup. Too much makeup. What kind of makeup? What kind of pose? What kind of sexiness? What kind of legs? What kind of of us okay. <laughs> everything m- makes so it's a it's, it's yes it's semiology in a way it's like it's you you see our times fly
0: some people would say that the images that they see in purple uh kind of they say they're seedy or worse they'd say they're sexist do you find that frustrating but do you think they are sexist
1: some people see purple as sexist Uh, I don't know these people. (laughs) Maybe they exist, yes, but for for sure as soon as you take a picture of or publish a picture of a naked woman, uh, uh, you're sexist because the the feminists consider that you objectify the body. Um, So... I have no, nothing to say and that. It's, to me, it's, it's so, uh, it's, so um, it's just stupid, you know. Women are, are just extremely beautiful and, are, and playing with their body is being a woman. It Do you think the
0: problem is that the women in your magazine look different? You know, they're more naked, they're in more provocative poses than the men. Do you think that's why people it's find it? It's
1: not because they're more naked because they are more real. If you, do, if you do a very theatrical like, s- scenery and you put a m- naked woman with all the artificiality of fashion then people will accept that, this kind of nudity and won't consider that it's sexist because they are impressed by the artificiality of fashion imagery and they think, oh, this is art, this is beautiful, this. And in purple, we, we, um, purple is more interested in shooting the, the, the real person. Or the, we are closer to the subject. It's more real. Mm. So mm. the nudity is maybe more shocking. Mm. Something like that. We don't protect ourselves with this artificiality of the f- of the f- of the fashion imagery. It's um, and this is also the problem that Terry Terry Richardson has because the way he f- shoot a woman is direct. You know, it's like the flash, just a, a camera, a flash, nothing else. And uh, no, and this is this. Some people can see that more as more aggressive or more trash, or, but I see that as more real. Mm. I see this kind of picture as more interesting. The same thing with Jorgen Teller. I I believe that I prefer this kind of photography because I can really feel the person. I can see the emotion of the person. I can uh, relate to what's going on there. So
0: it's closer.
1: It's more personal. So then people are maybe shocked because if you see an Uh, topless girl in this kind of picture she's more herself so feminist translate she's more abused (laughs) she's more uh, under the influence of the editor or the photographer no she's there because she 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 likes her body she likes to be herself she's not afraid she's on the contrary she's a strong girl